Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. What's going on, folks? First and foremost, this is going to be a little unique episode today because I'm by myself at the moment because Will's alarm did not go off. So I'm going to I'm going to just get started because we already have limitations in production here. This is not our studio. I don't know if you know this. This is not my seven gorillion dollar mansion in uh, the Hollywood Hills. This is simply a production studio that we go to to shoot these episodes so there's like other people and other podcasts not as good as ours obviously but other podcasts that are going to be um you know shooting right after us so i i wanted to i wanted to get started on this um so it's going to be a little bit of a weird start but let's be real okay come on you know you're just maybe maybe we can get a little comfortable together maybe we can do a single single one-on-one session you know at least until will gets here i know he's the beauty and the bronze and the brain of the podcast but uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do my best i'm saying it dude i've been drinking pre-workout already i've been i'm ready to run through a brick wall baby Liar, dude. So let's get started immediately on a story that I was going to uh, yell over Will about regardless. Um, And obviously today's episode um, is going to get started with um, talking about the Haitian immigrants. For those of you who are 
unfamiliar, there are approximately about 14,000 to 15,000 Haitian migrants. I don't know if I should say migrant or asylum seeker. I don't know what the proper designation, the proper legal designation would be in this circumstance, but they are currently inside Texas. They're inside of American borders. Uh, they um, They are at the border at Del Rio. And the United States has so far removed 6,000 Haitian asylum seekers from the border at Del Rio, and it's planning on six deportation flights on Tuesday. And of course, this is a illegal process, denying immigrants their legal right to asylum is an illegal thing that the Biden administration is doing. Um, I'm just going to roll the video really quickly to show you some of the images that went viral over the weekend of the Customs and Border Patrol yeehaw motherfuckers that were basically using their reins as whips as they were um, forcefully trying to expel Haitian migrants that were crossing the border back into Mexico to get food only to come back to the encampment that they have in the underpass on a Texas highway. So... Let's take a look at the uh, images that came out over the weekend. The White House condemned U.S. Border Patrol agents on Monday who were seen using a whip-like cord to block Haitian migrants carrying supplies into the U.S. from Mexico. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said she had seen some of the footage, calling it unacceptable. We just saw this footage. Um, It's horrible to watch. Um, I I just have to get more information on it. I can't imagine what the scenario is where that would be appropriate. I'm certainly not suggesting that, but we've just seen the footage earlier this morning. Reuters drone footage captured... So, first and foremost, I just got to say, fuck you, Jen Psaki, okay? And fuck this White House. And fuck the Biden administration. I mean, look, I was riding with Biden. I was riding with Biden pretty fucking hard these past couple of weeks because of the Afghan withdrawal. All the fake friends in liberal media immediately dropped them. They dropped him like a bad habit. They just started ripping into him. Uh, I was one of the uh, brave defenders. I was a Biden bro, but uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to put that to arrest. Uh, I'm afraid I'm no longer a Biden bro. And the reason for why, uh, all jokes aside, is because of this. This has been an ongoing process. Now, the reason why I say fuck Jem Psaki and fuck the White House for this is because she's shocked and appalled by um, the cord that they were using. It was just reins, okay? Uh, and, and the aesthetics of it are appalling to them. Except this is the very same administration that has continued the Trump-era Stephen Miller deportation protocol called Title 42, and they're taking advantage of that. That is precisely what they're currently using to deny these Haitian migrants, these refugee seekers, I mean, these asylum seekers, these refugees, uh, these people that are just simply trying to survive their legal right to seek asylum within United States borders. So I'm just going to go over that really quickly. So this is a Rolling Stones article. Um, Biden channels Stephen Miller to deport Haitian asylum seekers. Um, for those of you who are unaware, uh, President Biden is talking about COVID-19. This is the Title 42 is, is basically a COVID-19 provision. Some might even say one of the few COVID-19 protocols that the Trump administration used, um, which is uh, to, to deny asylum seekers their right, their legal right to get asylum or seek asylum within the United States and purge them from the country without any of that, um, without any of those legal processes continuing. Um, 
the law basically, as it stands, protects the right of refugees to apply to asylum once they're inside of the United States. But Title 42 is a public health provision that the Trump administration implemented in March 2020, okay, that allows for the immediate deportation of anyone and everyone they choose to use this on. And, of course, the provision was reportedly pushed by Trump immigration hawk and also famous virulent racist um, uh, bald man Stephen Miller. And it's based on the idea that migrants pose a unique public health risk as the United States attempts to combat the pandemic. Um, really suspicious considering the fact that back in March 2020, the Trump administration was still pretty much denying that COVID was a big problem, and yet they had no issue utilizing the awesome powers that the CDC has to uh, deport migrants. So, you know, that's 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 wonderful. That's really great that they were doing that. It's awesome. And, uh, of course, public health experts have said that it makes no sense from a public health perspective. It makes no sense at all, says Dr. Ronald Waldman, president of the human rights group Doctors of the World. The prohibition for crossing the border has been applied selectively to asylum seekers. Students are still allowed to cross the border. There's a lot of people crossing the border. It's a laughable line of reasoning. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're trying to convince people of the importance of public health and to listen to the advice and recommendation of public health authority, uh, authorities while, all, while they're simultaneously utilizing the powers granted to the CDC, the broad powers granted to the CDC to, you know, enact white nativist immigration policies. But that was the Trump administration. That's different. That's supposed to be the racist guys. Those are the bad guys who built the cages, right? That That's what they used to say when they were filling those cages up with uh, babies. And now we have an answer to who built the cages. It was the Obama administration, which deported more people than the Trump administration did, by the way, a fact that many people fail to uh, consider. And uh, also using Title 42, which the the Biden administration is currently defending in courts after a federal judge uh, decided uh, or ordered the uh, Biden administration to stop using Title 42 to expel uh, migrants from the country. Um, the Biden administration is continuing with its usage while also simultaneously defending its usage. So when Jen Psaki goes on and says things like, oh, this is horrible or without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done at Granger. We're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. When uh, the Department of Homeland Security head, uh, I forget his name, um, but when he goes on national television and says, oh, these images are horrifying. It's like, you did this. These images are a product of your personal cruelty, the, the cruelty that you choose to enact upon thousands and thousands of people that are simply trying to survive. You are doing this. It doesn't matter. It's not the whipping that is the worst offense. The whipping makes it 
aesthetically uh, more cruel and also visible and it invokes the imagery that we've seen time and time again of um, slave patrols doing the exact same thing uh, back in the day to to uh, to black men and women that were seeking freedom um, however this of course is a product of the cruelty that we subject um, thousands of people to on a daily basis as a part of our immigration policies as part of our white nativist horrifyingly racist immigration policies okay now and it doesn't end there um it's not just the hypocrisy that's uh uh, really incredibly frustrating and uh super apparent i mean uh, basically all the liberals just basically fuck all uh fuck the immigrants they they don't give a shit um because you're not really hearing a lot of um, very similar to the Obama administration, you're not hearing a lot of people uh, yell about this or get upset about this uh, until this very moment, of course. Um, and even then, I feel like this is going to most likely die down. Um, part of that is, of course, because the Biden administration is supposedly terrified of the reactionary commentary and criticism that they get. Uh, this is, of course, paired up with the fact that the the Senate parliamentarian, an unelected position that you could very easily overrule or replace, fire and replace like the Bush administration did, decided that the budget reconciliation could not have a, um, a amnesty provision for... Uh, all undocumented immigrants that are currently living within U.S. borders. That includes TPS, temporary protective, uh, temporary protected status, and also uh, DACA, um, the Dreamers. Um, this was supposed to be an amnesty provision uh, that was added on to the budget reconciliation, the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation that the Democrats were advocating for as a part of their infrastructure, their comprehensive infrastructure bill. Um, but the Senate parliamentarian ruled over it. And of course, the Democrats immediately were like, oh, man, we're just so powerless. $15 minimum wage. Sorry, can't do it. We're just powerless. Senate parliamentarian said no. Guess what? Under the George W. Bush administration, the Senate parliamentarian was fucking fired. Okay. And immediately replaced. It took two disagreements for the Bush administration to be like, fuck you, you're out. And, um, should have been out, in my opinion, if the Democrats truly cared about fighting for a $15 minimum wage or truly cared about fighting for amnesty, a very popular, very popular legislative item, okay, that Americans broadly agree with, something that fucking Ronald Reagan did, okay? Ronald Reagan is a monster, he's racist, but like Ronald Reagan looks like a fucking angel uh, compared to every contemporary president post 9-11, post DHS, uh, uh, with respect to just simply exclusively with re- respect to offering um, amnesty to immigrants that live within our borders. And it doesn't end there. Of course, President Biden, as I said, is using Title 42 to expel asylum seekers without hearing their right to hearings. Now, when President Donald Trump, the previous president, the orange man, uh, Mr. Trump, who is bad, of course, uh, when he invoked Title 42, citing COVID-19, he expelled 440,000 people. That's a lot of people that he expelled using this. 440,000 people. Well, guess what? So far, under President Biden, who's supposed to be good, and a Democrat who literally ran on no deportation the first 100 years, gone, not a real thing, okay? Uh, who ran on, um, who ran against 
putting kids in cages, Jack. You know, he was going to cut the malarkey, okay? He was the Mac attack. Uh, well, he has uh, currently expelled 690,000 people. 690,000 people have been expelled using Title 42, uh, claiming that, you know, these immigrants are dirty and that they are bringing diseases in this country. If you're familiar with America's racist-ass immigration history, you would recognize that the Bracero program had a similar, near, if not nearly identical, concept for uh, Latino migrant workers that were coming into this country that we brought in to the country to utilize and, and uh, you know, use their labor and exploit their labor, and we purged them in a similar capacity. Um, you know, so America's always done things like this. And uh, right now, about 300 asylum seekers are sleeping on the ground on the Mexican side of the border due to some, due to no food at Del Rio. Others fear that the U.S. will deport them without asylum processing, though Mexico is also making arrests. Now, the reason why Mexico is also making arrests is because of yet another Trump-era policy that, um, that all Latin American countries were subjected to to ensure that they were the first line of defense against the U.S. border, that they would uh, keep all migrants within their borders. Um, if you are a migrant from Guatemala and you reach to Honduras, you reach, uh, you reach Honduras, it's over. You're, you, know, you have to stay there. Um, that's your first harbor, your first safe harbor. You can't come all the way to America, except you know, there are people from Mexico coming into the United States. So clearly, these safe harbors are not necessarily all that safe, even for the individuals that are currently living within those borders. So, you know, that's where we're at right now uh, with respect to uh, with respect to the Biden administration's horrifyingly white nativist immigration policies. And uh, it's unfortunately not all that different from the Trump administration's horrifyingly white nativist immigration policies. The only difference is that the media scrutiny is a little less. Jen Psaki gets to go and get a puff piece written about her in the New York Times while she's simultaneously handling this PR crisis for the White House. And by that, I mean she's lying because that's what you're supposed to do as the White House press secretary. She's going on you know, morning shows to talk about the situation saying, oh, we just, we condemned the actions of the CBP. But uh, we are still a nation of laws. We are still a nation that has borders. This kind of rhetoric is nearly identical to what the Trump administration said. And these actions are literally identical to what the Trump administration did. The only difference is that Jen Psaki is, or Joe Biden is, not saying that these people are coming from shithole countries and they're not saying that these people are dogs and they're the human they're they're subhuman or something like that but they're still behaving like they are subhuman they're still enacting that policy and let me just end this on this final note because uh, will just walked into the studio so we're going to move on to a different story and the final note is this when you see images of haitian migrants coming over the border um, you have to remember there's a reason for that. One, I mean, the background is that they left Haiti because of political turmoil and because of the uh, original earthquake that occurred a decade ago or almost two decades, I don't even know. Um, they went to Brazil. They worked there uh, for a duration. Um, Brazil also had a black population, so it was a little bit easier for them to assimilate despite not speaking Portuguese. Um and then they moved over to Chile, which they did not have, and, and to other countries in Central America when the opportunities dried up. 
uh, and those other Central American countries did not necessarily offer uh, the same amount of opportunities or and also had a lot more uh, racist actions against some of these Haitian migrants. And they finally made their way up to the United States. This is like uh, also a bunch of Haitian migrants that are seeking refuge, seeking uh, asylum here in the United States as a consequence of the, the gigantic Haitian earthquake that occurred and a, and a hurricane that happened. Uh, all directly after their president was assassinated. You have gangs that are currently, criminal gangs that are currently ruling the streets. There is absolutely, just absolute chaos in Haiti. Uh, a lot of that chaos is uh, a centuries of U.S. policy of destabilization in Haiti. Um, it's directly a consequence of our foreign policy in Haiti, like the way we treated the only successful slave rebellion in the Western Hemisphere, okay, uh, for obvious reasons, um, and and these people are suffering, and uh, they're suffering both from political turmoil that we cause, and they're suffering from um, the the consequences of natural disasters and climate change disasters accelerated and and created exclusively as a consequence of climate change. And this, what you're seeing, when you're seeing these people like rushing into the U.S. border, this is America's future climate change policy. I've said this time and time again. There's only two ways out of the situation. Either you improve the material conditions of the host nations where a lot of people are uh, trying to immigrate into the United States from, okay, and you stop destabilizing these nations. You allow them to, uh, you allow them to prosper on their own. Uh, instead of, you know, use them as uh, ripe uh, uh, opportunities for for extracting natural resources or exploiting them or, you know, destroying uh, uh, everything that they've ever built as a consequence of them, like, you know, uh, unfortunately uh, deciding to go socialist or something. Uh, instead of doing all of that, you have to allow these nations to grow and prosper without conditional IMF and World Bank loans that actually cripple the nation and implement austerity measures as another form of economic imperialism. Or you do what we are doing here. Increase the dial of cruelty slowly but surely so that the conditions are so horrifying for refugees, for asylum seekers uh, that, uh, that choose to roll the dice and come into the United States, the conditions are so horrifying for them that they choose to stay behind in a destabilized and crippled nation. And that's precisely what you're watching here when you see images of people locked up in cages, when you see images of thousands of people like sleeping in an underpass on the ground, when you see images of women uh, crossing the border back into Mexico to get food because they can't do it here in the United States. That's America's climate change policy in action. And um, I suspect that if we continue doing this under Democratic administrations, under Republican administrations, uh, we're not that far off from uh, going back to the Bracero program and using Zyklon B. Uh, we're not that far off from, you know, doing the same kind of policies that the Nazis looked towards and said, that's exactly what we want to do here. This is fucking awesome. So, you know, always remember that and uh, do with that information what you will. But all right. So Will's here. What's up, Will? What's going on? So we're we're gonna we're gonna move on from that to uh, some lighter load, 
uh, and uh, yeah, you know, not 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 like load bearing. There's stories not like much this one. that isn't lighter than the Zyklon B reference. God damn, bro. Yeah, we once did that. We were de We were you know uh, deworming and and delicing Mexican oh, and Mexican about migrants. How we were treating COVID in the United States? No. We're deworming it. No, 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 no. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Uh, yeah, man, I, uh, it's a, it's a great thing we can talk about right now as a transition. I, I haven't experienced the feeling of being late for like a test or a class for decades now. You know, that feeling as a kid where you woke up and it was just blind panic and you like thrash around in the bed. Uh-huh. Oh my God. <laughs> just like sweating, grabbing whatever clothes you can and just running out the door. Yeah. That's what I experienced this morning. My alarm just didn't go off. This is all good. I just like, uh. You know, it's not a it's not a problem. You know, we're just we're having fun. Yeah, you know, we're I, trying to I we're just, trying to do fun stuff. So I haven't had that in, in the run of our show. I haven't really been late. That's kind of crazy. Well, yeah, it happens. I feel, I feel bad. Sorry, audience. I'm human. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's all good. I was like, I was I was filling them in on. Uh, yeah. On, you know what I feel like right well, now? I feel like Samson in the Bible. I don't get the reference. His hair made him invincible. Yeah, I cut my hair. I feel like my life has gone to shit immediately. I mean, it looks really good. I feel like I had the power of Christ in my in my locks. It looks really I good. Look young and hot, but my my Christ like power is gone. I think it looks great though. So I mean, I was gonna yell at you for being late, but then I saw how hot you look, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck it, Damn it. you can't." Yeah, Everybody knows we have policy here. Okay, <laughs> fear and molding policy. You can't yell at hot people. Yes, hot people can get away with shit. That's and, right. And Will is a hot person now. That's why, why do you even have a band on your arm? You can't even fucking, you know, do dude, your this, I'm telling you, there's a remnant. There's a remnant of the past. Yeah. It's a remnant to my Christ-like power, my hair. Yeah. I mean, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I Your outfit is ridiculous, dude. Dude, it, dude. I literally just grabbed what was near the bed. And you, got, you got your fucking CrossFit shoes on. Yeah. You're wearing... They're still dirty from hiking with my yeah. dog. You're wearing like the shortest of shorts. Yeah, we might have a meat slip. Yeah, there's like your dick's about to Dude, pop listen, out. Our numbers have been all right. I'm trying to juice them a little bit with a little meat slip. You okay, know? A little just, traditional just show Super a little, Bowl. Show a little cock. For a little the, Super Bowl out, uh, wardrobe malfunction. Whoops, yeah, Daisy. A little Janet Jackson. Yeah, dude. You're just talking about how we can be better to Haitian immigrants. I'm just flopping a little cock out to get the yeah. numbers up. You know, I, I feel that for those of you who are listening and uh, you know don't have access to YouTube or whatever, Will has a the Will short, has like shorts. a. 
Well, you have the shorter shorts, but I was going to talk about your hair. You have, oh. you now have a a, a, a mullet faux hawk kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's like going. a full Viking thing, and I fucking love it. And I was, I'm, I'm, I've been growing out my hair as well, uh, yeah. with the hopes that, like, you know, I want to see what it looks like when it's like mid length. I'm almost there, and then after that, I was thinking about going mullet, but I was just a, I was blind most of the time. B, every time I tried to squat, the bar would lay on my hair. Ooh, that's and not it good. Like, uh, I felt like I was getting taken from behind every time I would do a squat. Uh, uh. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I was always eating my hair too. I'd be like bending over to eat, and I'd be like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's enough. It's uh, fucking terrible. The other thing, and, and maybe this is <clears throat> an, a more compelling thing to talk about, and, and kind of the actual root of why I cut my hair is, I feel like the long hair for me. Uh, like whenever I change my hair, my appearance kind of marks the the end of an era, right? And in a weird way, I kind of needed closure on the COVID era. I needed closure on COVID will where it, it, it's not like COVID is over. COVID isn't over. That's not what I'm saying. You heard it here first, folks. Will's COVID's going yeah. Will's going full COVID. Hell now. yeah. They need to give me a Toby Keith concert and give it to me quick. Um, no, but certainly I think it's like one of those things where I changed like my psyche so much to survive during COVID. I, I, I had to be all right with so many things. It was almost like a prisoner's mentality, right? Like being in your room, working out in your room, working in your room, you know, just doing everything in a five by five and like not aspiring to go out or do things or looking forward to the weekend or, 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 or all these things that seem so normal and so human. And I think it was like, all right, you need to turn the page. You Bro, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I know. You this don't. this weekend, you were like, you were fucking playing Yahtzee with your friends. And, you know, I was, I, I was, I was it, laying. Excuse me, sir. I was playing Harry Potter's Defense Against the Dark Arts duel. Yeah. I, was like, yeah. I was like, Will, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just having fun, dude. Just having fun with my friends, you know, playing board games. I was like, yeah. he's like, you want to come? I'm like, uh. No, do you know, what you, do you remember what you did? You sent me a picture of one of your legs in pajamas up on the couch. Yeah, and that's what I think. Even your no was lazy. No, I was just you like, just, dude, just no went. shot. Yeah, I sent him a dick shot, and he's out here fucking <laughs> complaining, dude. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I was, I was, I was in pain over the weekend. I just like my back is just like fucking. It's over, dude. I'm, I'm thirty. <sighs> I'm 30. It's over. Like I work out all the time and I still like every time I work out, it flares up again. It's not like an injury, but at this point it's like something I have to live with that. Yeah. I, that I have to just like strengthen the surrounding muscles Yeah. Uh, until it's just like, you know, and, and just stretch every morning. Like I just lay on a, like a lacrosse ball or it's so that's, good though. That's so intense. It's so bad, but it's yeah, so yeah, good. But if I if I you know if I stand up for an extended period of time, like my back just shoots up all the way up my spine. There's like yeah. pains. I can like he feel the muscles contracting from like standing. Yeah, it's very weird, very weird situation. Anyway, just what like, else do we have going on in the country other than this bullshit? Um, you know, I wish they just you know had a wall, and then that way they wouldn't do this stuff. Yeah, totally. That's like I mean, it's not different. It's no different than the fucking Trump era policy. I know. Like, we are we already had a wall. I think know? that's the most depressing part is it's like i always think of the the lyric from the who song where it's like we met the new boss he's the same as the old boss it's like holy yeah. crap man all right so so there's a couple things we're gonna talk about there's sure. a u.n general assembly going on in new york and you know all the world leaders are there and of course brazil yeah. is there as well 
Whoa. And they are the only, uh, the Brazilian leader and his team, uh, Jair Bolsonaro and his team are the only like G20 uh, uh, world leader that is unvaccinated. Oh, really? Bolsonaro's got COVID like 11 times. Like he's literally... <laughs> Bolsonaro personally is a uh, he is a he's the perfect case study for like yeah per, like natural immunity not great like yeah. it's not it's not consistent Bolsonaro like you can be very lucky if you get natural immunity and actually have like uh, you know some studies have shown that you can have as much immunity if not even better immunity than like one of the vaccines right but uh it's not consistent and bolsonaro's gotten it like 11 times or some shit so that's, that's incredible god is trying to kill this man and he just fucking keeps surviving i don't know how i don't know if you know this or not but he uh uh he had a hiccup attack and they had to pump out feces out of his nose like fucking hundreds of pounds of poo poo caca uh were pumped out of his nose for like a week that was like the last thing that happened to him. it was like a month ago i'm sorry yeah how did the poop Getting his nose, Hassan. I think that's just how they. He had like a. I think it was like a gastric problem. No, 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 no. 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 They no, pump your. How the they pump the poop. They pump the poop out of your nose. They like shove a fucking. They just like shove a tube down your fucking nose, down your throat. All the whatever way to your happened fucking, to a good old fashioned enema? I don't know. Why is it coming out his nose? I we have a hole fucking, for that. I don't know. I just like you can't. It's not coming out of the butthole. It's not. He the had, nose? Yeah, they had fucking. They were so pumping. the poop wasn't in his nose. The poop was in his what? The poop was intestine? in his like intestines. Yeah, I don't know what the what the inner workings of uh, yeah. Bolsonaro are, but like they were pumping that shit, dude. They were pumping that shit directly out of his nose. And a, and an overabundance of poop caused hiccups. This yeah, I listen, a, I think listen, he had a listen. What's up? Medicine's made up, dude. Bullshit. This is all bull. I'm I'm off the fucking COVID train. I, I'm off the vaccination train. Medicine's a it's a fable. What the hell are you telling me right now? He had poop being pumped out of his fucking nose, dude. It's no, a, it's a, a common it's I'm a common medical medicine. thing. It's a common medical no, thing. No, no. It's wrong. called the nasogastric tube, and it goes through the mouth and down the esophagus into the stomach. Sometimes surgeons and radiologists. And this is a cure for hiccups. Well, he had like uncontrollable hiccups for like a week, I think, and then and that's caused. By poo? Yeah, and it's just like puke can. Uh, oh, this congestion. is this, you've ruined my life. Yeah, you've ruined. Do you know why? Why? Anytime I see a hot person hiccuping, I'm gonna be like, they're just jam packed with poop. They're ready to. Yeah, they're, they're just ready to. <laughs> yeah, they're ready to fucking get have a, sh a tube shoved down their oh, fucking nose. God, man. yeah. Um, All right, well, Bolsonaro at the UN conference in New York. So he he recovers from the poop thing, and then like a week later, it's like it comes out that like he's a cuck. Um, oh, he's actually a cuckold. Yeah, he's got like uh, he's, there's this like sexy ass firefighter that like fucked his wife, and Bolsonaro's children are like fucking hyping the sexy firefighter up, or, like Bolsonaro's, <clears throat> you know, Bolsonaro sees him as a family friend. And then, of course, like not only is he a cuck, but like that's not that's not what gets him in Brazil. They start calling him gay, <laughs> so they're like, "Hi, ah, you're gay." Like, <laughs> you listen, like, you like I the guy that might be jam packed with poop, and I might be a cuckold, but you better not call yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's the that's in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's fucking over. Like, <laughs> so that was going on, and now he's in fucking New York uh, and just spreading COVID. His health minister, the four, the third one. 
because he's replaced them throughout COVID. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they're not given the right information. <laughs> yeah, they're not given the wrong information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, his his uh, current health minister is out in New York. Okay, he's out in New York, just fucking spreading COVID. Like spreading that nice Brazilian. That, yeah, that Carnival COVID. Yeah, that fucking good strain, that good shit, and. He's just casually doing high-level bioterrorism, but the Brazilian health minister who tested yeah. positive for COVID was staying at the same hotel as the president, Joseph Robinette Biden oh in New York God. City. Oh, my God. They better get Joe in that bubble. Yeah. He, they, better, um, they better make Joe the bubble boy. Yeah, Joe's like, this is why we don't leave. <laughs> I don't know why he's at, at Kate Kona, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah. This is why we don't leave Delaware, Jack. <laughs> yeah, dude. I should have never left Delaware. A stiff wind could kill our president right yeah, now. That's true. Uh, yeah, he went to the UN yesterday to watch President Bolsonaro's speech. He's shaking hands with Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who then also went on to meet Joe Biden in the White House. So, uh, you know, we know that it's not like fomide, uh, you know, spread. It's not like through hand-to-hand contact. But mm, um, good word. You know, it's just not like it's not great. It's not great that uh, you know high-level high-level Brazilian uh, officials that are supposed to be in charge of public health uh, and, and safety measures in Brazil are fucking here doing yeah. bioterrorism. There's that famous photo of Bolsonaro with his entire delegation eating pizza outside because they're not allowed indoors to restaurants because New York has like COVID max requirements. So, you know, just, it's just fucking wonderful stuff. It's, it's great. It's a clown world. That's um, pretty funny. You know, shouts out to Bolsonaro doing doing the most. I'm gonna to go get a classic New York slice at Sabaro. It's my yeah. favorite local New York pizza place. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I just, I don't, I think he's invincible. Let's be real. Bolsonaro is just fucking invincible. What is it about some politicians where they just get that Ross Butin? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like, I think the evil like keeps him alive. Like this motherfucker tortured people. Okay. Like yeah. when he's like a military dictator, like literally ran on saying like, you know, military dictatorship, not so bad. We should do it. I want to okay. do it. I mean, I, I'm Jair Bolsonaro. That, we, okay. That got progressively more Portuguese as it yeah, went on. No, everybody says like when I, I think I, I haven't nailed the Brazilian accent yet. Yeah. Everyone always says like you sound cholo when you do it. You like, started cholo and you eased into it. By the yeah. end, you sounded like Buscater from yeah, uh, you, City of God. I just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fucking spread COVID. 
Okay, there, now it's cholo again. No, uh, no, that's not. I'm saying like iwo, like that's, that's that's Portuguese. That's good, but the yeah. end was very. It's cholo. all Portuguese, like Portuguese, like iwo, like there's like yeah. a lot of these like weird noises Round that syllables. that like you don't have that in in Spanish, like yeah, you know, yeah. in, in oh, cholo yeah. it's shit. Got, it's got promise. It's okay, got promise. yeah. So you know, I'm Bolsonaro. <laughs> Uh, dude just saying his own I, name. yeah i just like a pokemon yeah he's like i got caca in my nose <laughs> okay <laughs> um so uh but uh speaking of you know it, let's move on from the u.n yeah. uh, general assembly uh to to what really matters oh bill gates oh bill gates went to pbs news hour sure. and absolutely got fucking demolished by Judy Woodruff, who asked uh, some some interesting questions. Now, for those of you who are uninitiated, uh, unaware, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates split. And in the aftermath of that split, which was devastating, Melinda hit me up. I mean, please, <laughs> girl. God damn, I'm Melinda, single. what you doing, girl? Yeah, what, what are you up to, Melinda? Yo, you know. Ain't nothing micro about my chip. Exactly, That's you right. know. It's, it's fucking <laughs> macro hard up in this bitch. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Trying to give you that terabyte. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Melinda has just been fucking girl bossing and slay queening. Yeah, like yeah. Her fucking PR team did a devastating job on Bill, uh, including uh, like 11 Daily uh, Beast articles about how um, Bill Gates was just like totally fucking tight with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, <laughs> Jeez. And, you know, that's a question that I would ask. Like, if I am tight like you flew on the plane or tight like. Just so much more than that, but more than the plane, so much more than oh, that. Oh man, dude. the plane was like the smoking gun. So much, like he saw uh, allegedly, according to reports, like he saw Jeffrey Epstein as a ticket for uh, you know winning a Nobel Prize. He was because uh, like because like. Dude. Oh, because he knew all the schmaltzy. That's so funny. Like he's, he saw the, like the road to the Nobel Prize went through the most notorious pedophile like can I, boss i need to point something out here please do melinda gates looks a lot like your mom what i've Have never seen melinda gates like the same prototype oh my she looks like a mix of my mom and my aunt gay yeah that's like, gonna freak me right out yeah it's just like she she's like a like a powerful midwestern woman yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know she got those like fucking dutch jeans and shit you yeah, know yeah german never been sick once yeah so it, she's like she does kind of look like uh, yeah she, it's just besides the point but anyway so um <laughs> will's too turned on now to <laughs> to continue the conversation okay, listen that, that first appeal to miss gates fell on dead ears but this one's real <laughs> can't oh. get real edible with it all right what did judy say so let's let's take a look in a conversation that they had in pbs news hour this is what judy woodruff asked bill about it was reported at that time uh that you had a number of meetings with jeffrey epstein mm. who when you met him 10 years Jesus ago he was convicted shot. of soliciting prostitution from minors what did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, uh, in the hopes of raising money? Uh, you know, I had dinners with him. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is a uh, interest I have. You know, not nearly enough <laughs> philanthropy goes in that direction. 
uh, you know, those meetings were were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, me having what sex with minors. He purported, <laughs> and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago. Now uh, there's you know, so, so there's long. nothing new on yeah. that. It was reported there's that you continue new. to meet with him over several years, um, and that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, what did you do when you found out about his background? Well, and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners, uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, <laughs> looking at this? Well, he's dead, so, uh, <laughs> you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, and, the you know, fuck? The, Wait, pause know, it. Um, pause, pause, I think we just figured wait. out who killed Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he's dead. So there's a lesson. What's the lesson, motherfucker? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> what's the, the lesson? The uh, lesson is don't fuck around with Microsoft or I might have to fucking bury you in your jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? Well, he's dead. I, I did, didn't have to learn a lesson. It, it, like, you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> Listen, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this. Oh, dude, don't do it. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this. Okay, there are it. so few billionaires and they're all kind of evil. That I think, like, you kind of have to, like, if you want to hang out with other billionaires and isolate yourself just from the gen general population, well, they're all monsters, right? I think if you <laughs> dig into, if you dig into billionaires, like, if you if you're like, hey, let's really get into the nitty gritty of how this billionaire became a billionaire. None of them are like, oh, this this guy became a billionaire by, you know, being really good to people. Yeah, that's not super how that fair. Works. No, they're all kind of little bit they're monsters. monsters. They're so if you're gonna hang monsters. out with a billionaire. You're gonna run that risk with almost any billionaire. I love the I love the idea that like Bill Gates needs to do philanthropic like yeah. fundraising <laughs> to fucking do health measures in Africa. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, dude. Jeffrey Epstein is the golden ticket to fundraising. Like yeah. you couldn't you couldn't like talk to at least like uh, I don't know. Well, that's that's the other thing. Like, that's but what, you're right. He can't, but that's he exactly can't. what I'm saying though. Is like he considered this man the gateway to the New York elite. That like the richest people in New York, so they were all you know fucking kids. Like all these like super like pharaoh wealthy people, they got shit going on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we'll never hear about it, obviously, because like you know, yeah, uh, any weak links get just hung like, in their jail cell. Just like what Jeffrey, uh, just like what Bill Gates just said. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's dead. He's dead. So, so let's just move past it. Yeah, let's move past it, dude. All my passes in the past. So the point, the reason why I love this story though, is because like, you know, it's just, it's so perfectly captures that like, we have this way of idolizing billionaires because we yeah. have to believe in meritocracy that like, they, uh, I think it's more than that. I, I think you're forgetting one very big thing. What PR? The idea of a billionaire makes everyone on the planet think that they could be a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's like art for us, for, for Americans, we don't have a Royal family. We don't have people that were just arbitrarily made exorbitantly wealthy and get magazine covers and live this glamorous life that we can jerk Hollywood. off to, right? Hollywood's like turning into that. There's now. a reason that the crown smashes every award show. It, it, it's life porn. It's 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 like life fantasy porn where it's like, I bet I could be a great princess. <laughs> Billionaires for chuds. That's the equivalent. If you if you're a if you're a first day entrepreneur and you're running a pyramid scheme and you have to justify fucking everybody in your circle over, 
these are your icons. It's Sigma Grindset. Yeah. Sigma Grindset. This is your this is your dream team right here. Yeah, and uh, you're absolutely correct on that. Um, but it's also you know a, a reinforced idea that like meritocracy is real, and these guys actually deserve to have demigod like fucking levels of wealth and power because they they do. Because if you don't have meritocracy at the foundation of a capitalist organization of a society, then you are left with probability and luck, which is the main factor that uh, gets people like Jeffrey Epstein into the positions that they're in. Uh, and it gets people like Bill Gates into the positions that they're in and Jeff Bezos and everyone else. So um, obviously that includes myself and you as well. Like we work hard. That's certainly important. But so does the fucking teacher in Oklahoma that's like For literally sure. driving Uber after school so she can, you know, put food on the fucking table. Like that yeah. person's working just as hard as Bill Gates is. I promise you. It's just that their spawn point is different. And uh, that that is a hugely, supremely important fact that that most people just seem to overlook on purpose, because if they do actually look at that, they will realize like, well, what the fuck? No one should have this kind of level of like wealth yeah. and power. And, and, and I think the other thing is like some people work hard because they just want to live. Not everybody wants to rule the fucking world. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. That's I think that's another big thing is like some people just want to have a nice, quiet life with their family or the people around them. And they don't all have ambitions of like, uh, when I get my yacht, I can, you know, hell lift it to Aspen. And then I can fuck up my yacht in Aspen, which will be a new thing. point I was trying to make is Bill Gates is not fucking smart, dude. He's not like any smarter than the average fucking Joe. Like, as a matter of fact, I would go so far as say that the average Joe probably be like, that Jeffrey Epstein guy is kind of sus, okay? Yeah. What's up? Like, you, you couldn't fucking Google his background to see that he, like, fucks girls, like, young girls? Like, are you kidding me? Like, get the fuck out of here. You knew. You didn't give a shit. You foolishly thought that, like, no one would hear about it, or even if they did hear about it in the end, it wouldn't matter because you're fucking Bill Gates. And that's precisely how he can, like, you know, have interviews like this. And not every interview is like, the fuck are you doing? You, like, hang... You hung out with, like, of a famous prolific pedophile. Yeah. Can I be honest? If I was Bill Gates, why the hell did he take this interview? You're done as Bill Gates. You've had your career. Microsoft is set. It's like, is he, my, the reason I pose this question is like, is Bill Gates trying to do something in the public eye again? Is he going to like run for office in somewhere or? No, he doesn't have to run for office. He already runs. He, he does so much more like devastating fucking. But, but do you understand schools. what I'm saying? Why is he doing an interview with Judy? Um, public relations. I think that people are probably justifiably angry at Bill Gates, not just for this, but also because of all the incredible efforts that he put in to make sure that the IP was blocked uh, for the mRNA vaccines and for all vaccinations for COVID. Uh, uh, despite the fact that, like, he's a champion, a crusader for you know healthcare. Damn, and, and he under thought he was going into a puff piece. He walked into a wood chipper. Yeah, uh, let's That's finish rough. this out though. I want to see like what do you you want, can you roll it back a little bit and then and then get started. I want to see like how he fully answered. He it. thought he was going to repair his image. Instead, he was linked with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my God, the cures are going to masturbate to this. Yeah. Anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so. Uh, <laughs> You know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, yeah, be careful. And, you know, the, Don't you know, get I'm, caught. I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy, very proud of the work of the foundation. Uh, you know, I, that's 
that's what I get up every day and focus on. That yeah. was such a weird answer. Yeah. Him saying he's dead and smiling is a weird answer. Man. Yeah, it's like fucking Kevin Spacey shit right there, dude. I just, oh my God. Uh, okay, so yeah, Bill Gates, uh, yeah. billionaires, they're just like us. They're just fucking dumbasses. And yet mm. people just assume for some weird reason that they are not. Uh, I don't know why. Um, I've been watching. Let's let's talk about some fun stuff. I've been yeah. I've been watching a lot of Twin Peaks. Are you you're a big David Lynch fan, right? I assume. So Lynch is one of those guys who, uh, he reminds me a little bit of Stephen King in the way that he constructs stories. Where like a lot of the information is so fun, and like the the overall journey is more important than the destination. Um, because sometimes I feel like his his endings or his resolutions don't hit, but like there are a lot of pieces. Like Blue Velvet is like one of my favorite films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to be a bad boy. I have I have not uh, seen it. Yet. Oh, Spoiler it's like alert. Dennis Hopper. He's like huffing nitrous, and he's like, oh, I'm so fucking bad. He's just so evil in that movie. He's a psycho. He's he's uh, it's very unsettling. Like the yeah. way he the way he moves through scenes is yeah. uh, is is. It makes you uncomfortable. I like it. it. I think it's one of the best, like dreamlike, kind of, kind of like unsettling, almost like a body horror. It's very strange stuff. I love that. Like, uh, first of all, I feel like the significance of Twin Peaks, from what I understand, is that it was like prestige television on network yep. at a time when like no such thing ever existed. Yep. So that was what like the historic reason for why it's like so significant, and and many people say that like most of the HBO style, like comprehensive, oh, incredible sure. shows that you see now, like you can thank Twin Peaks in the nineties for that, um, which kind of makes sense. I mean, there's, yeah. When you, when you understand that, like the, the shows that like are, were around Twin like Peaks were like married with children, <laughs> married with children, like Walker, Texas Ranger, that type of stuff. And then yeah. Twin Peaks was like, whoa. And then, and you, you see it too. Like, there's still a lot of soap opera components within yeah. Twin Peaks as well. I Twin Peaks is really incredible. the The thing that's like even more incredible to me is Lynch had this vision that he wanted to always kind of keep it a murder mystery throughout the duration of the show, and the pressure from the network was so intense that he had to reveal the killer uh, at the top of season two. Don't don't mention it. No, I'm no. not going to tell you the killer. Okay. Fuck off. Um, but Lynch always Lynch always maintains that this fundamentally changed the anatomy of the show and kind of killed Twin Peaks momentum. Well, from what I understand, there's like a lot of drama, right? Like, didn't he kind of quit through season two? Yeah, I mean, but this it, it gets back to this, like the network basically pressuring him to do very specific things with the show because I don't think the network ever knew that it was going to be the the phenomenon that it was. Yeah. Well, they brought it back for, I think there was a movie, and then they brought season three and four is yeah. on Showtime, so I can't wait to watch those. Twin two. Peaks still gets referenced. Like, anytime yeah. you see a little person in front of a red curtain speaking backwards, like, that's... I mean, there's a very specific reference. It happens a lot. It happens way more than you think. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's really interesting. I mean, the dream sequences are... Uh, I. I didn't really think it was going to be my vibe, but it definitely, oh, it's I, just I like so it. Good. Well, if you like that, you got to watch like Mulholland. You yeah, got to watch yeah. Blue Velvet. Um, Blue Velvet is my favorite by far. It's like, it, it it's very uncomfortable, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. 
Um, that's what I've been watching. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that. What is a squid show that you're talking about? Squid Game. Squid Game? Is so it- Squid Game is incredible because I think it is, I, th- there are a lot of references to Battle Royale within it. Um, kind of like dystopian, uh, you know, like uh, thought experiment, human experiment. Is it a reality TV show or what is it? No. Oh, no, okay. it's a K-drama. Ooh. Which is, I, that's, I think, what is more important to me is like Korean television has made so many programs and, and so many films like Burning and a lot of films like this that are like so incredible. And Parasite was kind of the United States like first like, mm, that tastes good. Lick into Korean cinema. For me, old boy was that. Yeah, but I mean, you're 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 a purist like me. You you de- you delve for the, for the general audience. The general audience still hasn't seen Old Boy, in my opinion. Very good. Um, but this is a good opportunity for like uh, American audiences to get into Korean television, and they're liking it. I think this film is like right now. It's it, among kind of people who are digging through Netflix. It, it's already pretty popular. It has a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes, but. I think this this show will be the next like Tiger King to go supernova where everyone will be like, "Have you seen Squid Game yet?" Oh my god, Karen. They, they, these Koreans, they're on they're doing crazy things. So they're I mean, that's cool. Like, I don't yeah. know if you know no, this I'm or super not, excited but for that. like, I don't know how I don't know how K-dramas work. I know that they're like super popular, but like Turkish soap operas are yeah. massively successful both on Netflix and also worldwide. Yeah. They get insane distribution in like the entirety of the Middle East and in also Latin American countries as well um, because they literally don't stop shooting. They have like th- three hour episodes um, that is and, and it's like a season has like 120 episodes, yes. like three hours They're like long. the one piece of dramas. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Abuela's fucking eat that shit up, dude. They yeah. fucking, and also like everyone in the Mena region too. So there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of international content out there. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's certainly a moment for international. So and, and as someone, you know, who grew up kind of digging through the bargain bins of obscure film stores to, to be able to watch this stuff. It's really cool that it's making it to the general audience. And I, I think uh, K drama in particular, um, I think when, when filmmakers see how for me, I think what Koreans right now excel at more than any other filmmakers is character development. Um, Squid game is, uh, is it a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show, but for all intents and purposes, it's like a, it's like a horror it's like it's supposed to be like battle royale, right? I like love where that. it's like people competing and they get and they die if they lose. Um, but their ability to create um, and uh, you know give you empathy for unique characters enormously quickly uh, really puts a lot of American filmmakers to shame. Like if you were to give most American filmmakers this project, they would make it so campy just right off the gut. And uh, the Koreans have this more sensibility of like, it doesn't matter how insane the storyline is, we're still going to make it grounded and real and, and yeah. make you care about these people. I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, let's do voicemails. Sure. Uh, we've been holding off on that for a while. We got five on the docket. Give me some voicemails. Hey, Will. Hey, Hassan. Uh, I love the podcast. Uh who does your intro music? Um, it's really good. Oh, I can tell you right now who does our intro music. You got to go check out um, Carter. Uh, just Carter on uh, Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Carter. C-A-R-T-E-R. Uh, amazing musician. 
uh, awesome stand-up guy, friend of the pod, friend of mine, and yeah. uh, Hassan, one night in a, a delirious fit, sent. I said, Hassan, what do you want for the opening music? And he sent me a like a word doc that just said like trap shit, retro vibes, tape click, like just random words, and Carter generated that. So yeah. Uh, also, congrats, Carter. Carter just got a uh, formal music manager yesterday. So hell yeah, uh, he's going to be doing performances. Uh, around the country if if you uh if you dig what he makes he'll so be does that mean he's gonna do the the rap that he did uh for me uh, the the pro police rap that i did oh when yeah i was reading like koideka's lyrics that he wrote as like a conservative rapper <laughs> well have you heard his hyper pop song socialism is no house no i have not he's made I only, a bunch of wait, amazing hyper the bussy poppin boy oh one. yeah you mean you talking about bussy boy poppins and Carfucker? That's a, that's, that's a separate project. That's you. No, no, no. no. That's it's, Pussy Boy Poppins why did you, is enormously... Why did, you, why did you choose a name that is no, so... No, he's, he is a very... Uh, he's a mysterious artist. He's a Bussy Boy Poppins? Bussy Boy Poppins, yeah. Bussy Boy Poppins. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I wonder who that is. Okay, well... Could be anyone. Bussy Boy's... Uh, he's all of us, really. Yeah, looking forward to, to more uh, collabs with Bussy Boy Poppin. Poppins. 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 Not that I'd know though. Yeah. Is the, is the brand new, new album new album coming out called Certified Boy Lover? Uh it's called the <laughs> mo it's called Most Devious Licks Volume 1.0. Okay. <laughs> uh next. <laughs> Will Hassan, what's good? It's Vince. What's I'm up? Loving what? the pod. I just watched the uh roast of Hassan. Will you got that Mitch Hedberg drip? Hey. Which got me thinking. Sure. Who's your all time dying young legend that like affected you most um, Peace. appreciate it um i don't know who hassan is usually i know what hassan's gonna say but hassan doesn't really ascribe to much fandom no. uh for me uh i i grew up so my mom was a flight attendant and my dad was a lawyer in new york city so i stayed up late a lot of times waiting for either my mom to get back from laguardia or jfk or my dad to get back from manhattan so i got into a groove of watching uh Monday Night Football and Saturday Night Live. I would watch those all the time because my parents were always home so late and I'd usually be watching uh, one of those shows with one of them. And uh, Saturday Night Live became a huge piece of my life. And so I still remember where I was when I heard that Chris Farley died. I was rollerblading around uh, my cul-de-sac as like a 10-year-old and uh, it just wrecked me, just sobbing. Uh, he was a guy... Who I was like too young to really um, comprehend the kind of like pain and, and abuse that he was, you know, going through in his life, um, and uh, it just seemed like it just seemed like the day the funny died, and uh, I still carry that. And Chris Farley is still a huge, huge piece of what I do. Uh, if I can ever be considered a knockoff Walmart uh, Farley, that would be a big deal for me. I don't have a like a young legend who died young. I mean, all the people that I like either died in their old age, like George Carlin. Yeah. Or uh, they're still alive. Like, I love Aaron Magruder, the uh, creator of the Boondocks. I love Dave Chappelle. Unfortunately, the, the I guess fortunately for them, but unfortunately for the art maybe, that like when you don't die young, 
we see what you turn into yep. in your old age and like either you and, die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah you see yourself long enough to become the fucking liberal like annoying you know everyone just like slowly uh, bill marifies their uh, their their rhetoric hopefully dave Chappelle, <clears throat> you know not not fully there yet so that's that's fine uh, I haven't seen that from Aaron Magruder either, uh, but you know, I we'll see what happens with John Stewart, another person that I uh, really loved growing up, and um, yeah, I, those are like the immediate people that come to my mind that I like. This is such basic bitch taste, by the way. Like George Carlin, no, John no, Stewart, no, 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 Dave no. Chappelle, Aaron Magruder. Aaron like, Magruder's dope. So yeah. dope. I, I like all those people though. That's not basic bitch shit. So it's like, you know, uh, but that's what I got. As far as a young legend uh, died to uh, died early, Lil Peep. Shouts mm. out to Lil Peep. Lil Peep. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good answer. All right. What's the next one? I just want to say y'all funny as fuck. And at the <laughs> hood, you. watch our song. Let's go. And I want to know if y'all could fuck any of the X-Men ladies. <laughs> which one would y'all fuck? Storm. Off the jump like that. It's not even a question. This is still wow. Like, oh my god. The fucking. I have even. such a different answer. What? Rogue. Okay. She's got. She lit. Her power is suck. <laughs> her power is that she sucks your your verve to lit. Okay. Well, fucking storm can suck too. I mean, not like that. So you do a vortex, dude. On your Gambit penis. literally fucks like with death every time he hooks up with a Rogue. Like that's how good it is. Gambit was my favorite character, like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Wolverine, Remy LeBeau. But... Oh, how you doing, Cher? Yeah. Oh um, my God, I, I wish him. I could I be a swarmy Louisiana hot guy with he's card such powers. a. I mean, it's like weird because I'm a little conflicted because like he he does give off like date rapist vibes a little bit. No, no, oh, no, no, come no, no. on. Dude. No, because you got to understand his relationship Gambit with Rogue. Is literally Rogue kills Captain Marvel by accident. So Brie <laughs> Lawson's character gets murdered by Rogue in the Marvel canon because she like hugs her and accidentally hangs on to her for too long. And that's why she can fly and has super strength because she perma-sucked her. So she's got commitment issues, Hassan. He can see through her trauma. Nah, I'm fucking. Uh, I, I'm. I'm sticking by. I think Storm. I no, but you know what? It's just like wait. How did the X Men uh, intro song go? Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, That's pretty good. Yo, honorable mention to Jubilee though. Very hot. Oh, God. I feel like Jubilee is like high school, okay? I, when I watched the show, I was five. Okay. All right. Well, still, I just like, I don't know. The Storm for me, for sure. Yeah, no, Storm. Very and then, hot. oh, and then I can't believe I forgot. Mystique. Second, Mystique. Yeah. Mystique can be <laughs> Mystique. anyone. Mystique. Mystique. 100%. Can be yeah. Mystique as Dua Lipa. Wow. <laughs> Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then midway off. through, she turns into fucking. Who does she turn into? I don't want to say. All right, that's a throw answer. Me. She turns into me with my new hair. Go ahead, play. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, son. <laughs> hey, son. Well, with natural disasters becoming stronger and more frequent, yeah. uh, at what point do you think leaders and government bodies actually give a shit uh, in terms of stopping climate change? 
Thanks. Bro, bro, bro. Never. our leaders literally let Louisiana fall into the ocean. Never. It's never happening. It's not going to happen. Nope. Especially because uh, climate change and it's like most devastating uh, consequences are happening over the course of many years. So we have these, we have as humans this profound ability to adapt to any condition. So we're slowly adapting to that being the new norm. And while that's happening, the the biggest victims of climate change are always going to be poor people. You see that already. If it's like impacting a poor area, boom, it's over. Like, yeah. yep, sorry, your house got fucked. It's done. There's do you know nothing what, do you know do we'll fix it. climate change? When the, when the green energy alternatives can offer the government more money than crude oil. Yeah, I mean, that, or I don't even know. I mean, it, we're already moving towards that. That's why, like, Shell, British Petroleum, all these, like, big gas-guzzling giants are, you know, purchasing renewable energy companies right yeah. now so they can have a fucking ownership stake in that and they can also keep pumping that sweet sweet earth blood while saying we're working on making a better future exactly but ultimately like uh everything that you hate that has been bastardized over the course of like the past 20 years that uh hyper focuses on only marginally better products that uh are, are being shelled out to you every single fucking year that's because we have short-term profit motive incentives. Like we are hyper-focusing American corporations and corporations all around the world exclusively hyper-focus on, um, you know, return on investment for their shareholders, their, their quarterly earnings. And so we, we unfortunately lack vision for a better future and and that manifests in even consumerism and the way that you recognize like the new iphone is the same as the old iphone but like your old iphone you can no longer use when the new one rolls out you know yeah. that's like made to Planned break technology obsolescence. yeah exactly um and uh, that kind of thinking uh is is uh, unfortunately making it an impossible uh an impossible thing to defeat the worldwide effort that we all need to engage in um, to to tackle climate change or anthropogenic climate change, rather. <clears throat> Sorry, I was bumming, but it's the truth. Do we have one more? We can do one more. Right. Hell yeah. Hi, Hassan and Will. Uh, I'm your fan from Dubai. Nice. And hey. um, I want to tell you guys that um, very recently I've started to really like myself. I've really started to you know, like how I look, like how I, um, nice. how I act, how I am as a person, and I've really become much more self-confident. But a problem I've, that I've been running into is um, coming to accept that I'm confident. If that makes sense, I've, I sure. almost feel like a guilt yeah. for uh, being confident about myself. It's uh, like a very internalized uh, self-hatred, I guess. So, how do you think I could overcome that? Thank you. Yeah, I got you, brother. You got a little bit of survivor's guilt. I understand that. Uh, you know, Hassan and I both. You know, former kind of gluttons and stuff like that. Who didn't former really, gluttons, still a glutton. Yeah, who yeah. didn't really love what we had going on in our life. I'm going to tell you, um, a, a big way to be okay with doing better is helping people. Uh, don't pull up the ladder behind you. You know what I mean? Uh, if you've made formative change in your life that makes you more confident, that's that, that makes you happier, go around to the people around you who are, you know, not doing so well, who are dragging, and do your best to uplift them. And I And I guarantee you, not only is that going to be satisfying, it's going to make you feel better about what you have. It's always this balance of doing well by yourself, but use that as a vehicle to do well by others. And uh, that'll create balance for sure. That was really good. I don't even have anything extra. It's just 
It's a matter of time, man. You're going to get used to it. You're going to get used to your uh, newly developed confidence, and uh, ultimately you'll stop feeling guilt for it. You shouldn't at all. I mean, you should never feel guilt for self-improvement. It's an awesome thing. So, yeah. you know, it's easier said than done, but I promise you won't. Um, you won't feel so bad in, 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 you know, a short period of time. All right. We did it. That's it. We survived. That was the first ever brand read that we did too yeah. today. So, um, yeah, I can't believe it. We're still here. Fear and molding, baby. All these weeks later. Make and sure to like, subscribe, and review the podcast. We yeah. are going to be rolling out those anime body pillows. Yes, you know Sky are. Blue? Yeah. She's a, a famous adult actress. I uh, know, exactly. I bought, well, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I I've heard I, of her or something. Yeah, uh, you just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was talking about how she wants one of my body pillows, except. Oh, she doesn't then, want mine? And then end I was the like, and then Fucking I was like, the and we're out of here. I was like, hey, like, sure, I this can give bullshit. you body pills. She's like, I want to go on a date and get one of your body pills. Hey, like, hey, buddy in Dubai, it. you want to, you want to stay feeling good about yourself? Don't have a friend like Hassan. Okay, oh, okay. My, I can hear my self confidence falling off a cliff every okay, day. There you go. I level his self. Yeah, I, his yeah, head yeah, would yeah, fucking yeah. explode if it wasn't for exactly. Me. Get a friend like me who um, fucking puts you down. <laughs> the last, the last thing I'd say is. Um, more important than us still being here, you're still here. Um, I have been amazed by the the outreach uh, that all of you in the community, every time I stream, every time I hop on Twitter, uh, you guys are giving us feedback on the pod and you're so juiced and I see so many comments like, I uh, just headed to work and the new Fear and Malding came out and it made my day. Uh, that kind of stuff sustains us and um, it's been the most meaningful part of fear and molding it's great to be able to have ads on here uh you know obviously that that helps us but truly the most sustaining part of uh fear and molding has been developing a community separate from what we do on twitch and um having you guys enjoy what we do every week so much so thank you to the listeners um we're we're a real boy podcast now and we have you to thank for that yep all right on that note peace yep adios I'm saying it, dude. What's up, everybody? If you just enjoyed that episode, I need you to do the following. Put your hand on your mouse. Move that mouse in an orbital fashion until the cursor lands atop one of the buttons you see on your screen. Hit the subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the follow. Whatever you please so that you can get the most fear and molding for your buck. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.